0: This is Tom from tdjacobs.com, and today I have a a, a wonderful, happy-making announcement. At least it makes me happy, and uh, and uh, at least a few other people I know. Uh, a new book is now out. I'm releasing the sixth channeled book. It's the 16th book overall, um, and uh, this coming from the guy who always wanted to be a writer, uh, but who was afraid to do it, and now here I am. So I'm really, I'm really proud of all the books but this one as the sixth channel book let me just introduce this it's called slavery and soul from ascended master jehudi uh spelled d-j-e-h-u-t-y also known as thoth saint germain and merlin and the first four channel books uh were uh were brought out starting like 2010 2011 and um they kind of establish here are foundational tools for understanding some basic stuff about life on Earth, who you are as a soul, what it means that you're living a multi-life journey, this kind of stuff, uh, and then and then the fifth book, conscious living, conscious dying, uh, was an extension more more, and deeper questions answered. And now the sixth book is another round of these deeper questions. So essentially, Approaching Love, the first book, Understanding Loss and Death, Goddess Past, Present, and Future, and Conscious Revolution, Tools for 2012 and Beyond, those four established baseline basic teachings that Jehudi wants us to really understand in order to, to get what this this human life thing and what soul is about A lot of the the information in those four books were answers to questions I brought to Jehudi. What about this? How can I understand this? Well, what is that supposed to mean? Why does this happen? And uh, by the time I got finished with those four first books, I was so connected to him as if on a constant Wi-Fi hookup that I was able to answer questions without tuning into him, meaning he was with me all the time as if we're plugged in together and have this connection. So I kept working with things and I, and I kept asking questions about my particular issues and it always happens that I ask him a bunch of questions, of, you know, wh- what do I need to work with and resolve in order to get to my next step? And, and then I will start to see whether he shows me directly or I just start noticing different emotional threads within my consciousness and unconscious stuff that bubbles up. And I start to realize, oh, there's a theme in there, this kind of experience, that kind of thing. And so those first four books are kind of the baseline for what's going on on Earth, how to understand this huge shift that we are all in and how to step into it consciously and how to really embody our divine nature. Then the fifth book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, is a lot of answers to questions that basically Jehudi is saying to me, but he's saying it in a way that's a broad teaching so I can share it with with you. Here's how people may not live fully because they're afraid of death. So that was Conscious Living, Conscious Dying. I kept asking questions, how can I get to my next step? I kept noticing different barriers in my own experience and saying, okay, can you help me understand what this is? I want to look at this. And some of the answers to my deepest disempowerment, my deepest sense of a loss of faith in life, the universe, goddess God is li- God, a loss in faith of life um, in community, a sense of being disconnected from community, of not having a home of not knowing how to be connected to community and family. And I kept asking these questions, especially about those latter things in my life. Why do I feel so disconnected? What is this thing about this loss of faith? And I kept getting taken to the slavery thing. So not to get terribly specific, or not to get specific at all about my experience, that's how this channeled book, Slavery and Soul, came about. I kept asking, well, how can I understand this about my experience? How can I deal with this feeling that's coming up, this imagery, this sense of, you know, this visceral sense of being a slave? And Jehudi came, you know, and then he'd say, hey, how about you sit down and start typing what I'm about to say? So anyway, Slavery in Soul was the new book, and um, and it's an answer to the deepest kind of disempowerment. Why? Where did this come from for any of us? Whether we've experienced slavery in, a, in this life or not, we've experienced it across time, guaranteed. That's one of the truths around which the book is based or on which the book stands. So I'm excited about this. You know, my 16th book, the sixth channel book, it's not getting less exciting. I have definitely slowed down after putting out, I think, oh, maybe 13 or 14 in three or four years, but... Um, I have slowed down a bit, and, and so now what does come out has gotten a lot more attention, you know, is, is probably better edited and better streamlined and, uh, and, and written in general. I'm excited about this book. Um, I think that, you know, as I say, what's the answer? What is the source of and what's the, the, the remedy for? The deepest sense of my own disempowerment, and he gives me this teaching that's applicable to all people, in their unconscious. That's very exciting to me. This is a, a bigger, broader themed book than the first four uh, in a certain way, because it, it looks at a particular depth and, and scale of wounding about loss of faith, about disconnection, about feeling um, powerless. And, and the name of the game on earth for souls living as humans is to learn to become empowered. So this is a very important book, and I'm happy to uh, to release it today, October sixth, 2016. I do want to read an excerpt for you, which I haven't done on any of these audio things or even on podcasts uh, uh, in the past. I haven't done excerpts. I've sometimes I've I've posted them uh, in blogs and things like that, and I have this last week about slavery and soul. Um, but we're just I'm just going to jump in and read you uh, a little bit. Um, From the section multidimensionality and power, these days you are experiencing a variety of kinds of uncertainty, fear, and pain coming to the surface. You should also be noticing a certain sort of rawness regarding your hot-button issues, meaning that you are more sensitive and maybe more reactive to what has for much of your life bothered you about your choices, the others, the world, etc., What's happening is that new layers of your soul's awareness that have been embedded in your unconscious are coming into focus. Your soul's awareness tracks all of your many lives, cognizant of all of its human manifestations and their adventures and issues. What your soul's other human selves fear will come up in you now, as described in the section above on karmic inheritance. What those other selves desire will come up too. What hurts in their lives will now inspire in you a sense of hurt. Just to be clear, with all these old things getting louder and new things coming up, know that you are not ill. You are not crazy. If you are feeling imbalanced, it is because you have not yet learned to manage all of these elements of consciousness through becoming grounded and adapting your willingness to define yourself to include the reality of multidimensionality. Since October of 2011, when the Mayan long count calendar ended, the veils between dimensions have been dissolving, leaving you feeling more of your multiple lives across time, but likely not having a context in which to understand your deepening experience. Over the following 14 months, until the winter solstice of 2012, processes began for you that you are now dealing with an important time-consuming, energy-consuming ways because you are being invited to evolve your sense of yourself as an energetic being with consciousness that exists across time and how to re- manage the reality of that truth. As I said in the beginning of this text, all of you have been on both sides of the kinds of power dynamics that slavery describes and creates. The painful feelings and disempowering beliefs attached to them will come up in your emotional field in many places along the Earth timeline. You have all, also in many lives, had to deal with the effects of slavery on your loved ones, your descendants, your ancestries, your cultures, and your communities. This is a global issue coming to a head now because the separations within your consciousness between your soul's many lives are dissolving due to the beginning of the maturation process marked by the end of the Mayan long count calendar. It is not in the natural order of things to remain hurt, imbalanced, and unresolved. What needs resolution, release, and healing must and will come to the surface to be resolved, released, and healed. Now, one of the things I wondered about if this book would go into is stuff about race in America. And at one point, you're now you're getting kind of like the behind-the-scenes thing. At one point, I felt like, well, I still had some edits to do and some, you know, add a sentence here and there. And I'm not sure what paragraph fits in here, but we'll figure it out. Uh, As I went through that process of editing and adding to it, I knew there was something at the end of the book that needed to be added. And at one point, I thought that that would be a section on race in America written by me. But every time I went to do that, it was my brain trying to make Jehudi's teaching in the rest of the book Conform to something I would like to teach about, which is this coming to a head of racial tension in America. We're hearing, and in the West, in in Western cultures, in in many ways, a bunch of cultures that have been colonial powers and reaped the benefits of that, including utilizing slave labor. Uh, in various parts of the world. A lot of us now are dealing with the coming to the head, coming to a head of race issues, race violence, tension. You know, here in the U.S., there's a lot of it about um, uh, black people and the police. Uh, Obviously, we're hearing about shootings and, and all kinds of things, but also other racially inspired violence. And this extends into Violence related to religious differences, uh, you know, skin color, religion, ethnicity, uh, just being an immigrant, all these kinds of different variables. And uh, so I, I kept wanting to <laughs> explore addressing this. And I, and so I started writing this this essay for the end of the book, and I realized it would have taken taken the reader out of the groove that Jehudi was creating or had created. So I abandoned that idea, and I realized as I promote the book, I'll just talk about it like this here today into your ears. Um, we are so triggered by the racial stuff. I mean, first of all, I just have to say this. I, I can't, first of all, and, and the reason why before when I was introducing this and starting to talk about this, there are no black people. <laughs> just, there are no black people. People are various shades of brown, essentially, is what's going on. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I have a hard time saying black people, but that's how everyone says it. So, and people of color sounds artificial. Well, I'll, I'll try, I'll try. It. Anyway, um, but yeah, nobody's black. There's no black people. And just like I'm not white, I'm a Caucasoid, and I'm basically pinkish. Sometimes I look a little orangish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, or brownish but uh, I'm you know if I cook out in the sun I get a little brown but otherwise I'm pink so when I pink people and brown people that's what we're really talking about <laughs> you know when you're when you're very clear and fixed on something you just see things in terms of pink and brown or brown and pink okay um, we get triggered so much by racial issues the self and other stuff the violence the fear the pain that we don't see clearly that especially in America the entire spirit of this country was is and always will be defined by the history of slavery here all of these race issues go back to slavery and slavery and we and we don't know how to talk about that because we cuz it's too damaging ...to get stuck in the victim-perpetrator dynamic, which is one of the things in this book, Jehudi, inspires us to evolve beyond. He spends a great deal of time in the beginning asking us to step out of the victim-perpetrator dynamic. The victimizers, perpetrator, you know, victimizers, the victimized perpetrators, the victims, the survivors, all this stuff. He wants us to get beyond that because that does not help us connect to the wisdom of soul. And if something affects a person that's terrible... The souls involved are in cahoots so that person learns what the soul needs that person to experience. All souls come here to learn how to be human and go through all kinds of different processes. So if somebody's hurt somebody else, we have to look at the conspiracy of love behind that. And that is very challenging and humbling, understood. But it's also true that we look at mass movements of forced exile, putting people on reservations, genocide, slavery, uh, extermination, you know, all these kinds of ethnic cleansing, racial cleansing, whatever it is. We have to look at those things also as co-creations of souls. So slavery and soul as a, as a complete teaching is about why from the soul's point of view, slavery exists, you know, pointing out the fact that it exists across time in all cultures, pointing out that all of us have been on both sides of that dynamic in many lives, and then pointing out how these residues are transmitted through ancestral uh, karma and individual karma, and how to clear those things. That's really what this book is about. We get so triggered by the race issue. Let me let me go back to my my speech here. We get so triggered by the racial stuff and the pain, and seeing the pain in those in the People, you know, The people who have lost people to a shooting, like the family of a, of, a, of a person who's been killed by police or whatever, we get so caught off guard by the emotional impact and the import and the pain that those individuals are experiencing and then those individuals as part of communities that rise up and say, look, this has to stop. We get so distracted by that, we can't see the bigger issue which is that the source of everything in this country comes down to race relations and the legacy of slavery that still is in the air today, that a lot of people seem to be able to live without being aware of. Uh, My own visceral emotional memories of other lifetimes of being a slave make it on my mind all the time. I'm always listening to podcasts and looking for stuff to read about the history of slavery and how to understand what was going on in America leading up to that time and how it flourished and then how it ended and how this legacy continues. It's really like, you're wondering, like, what, what hobbies does Tom Jacobs engage in? I really don't play music anymore. I don't even listen to music. I'm learning a lot about history through interviews and through reading uh, podcasts and things like that about uh, race relations about slavery and about the economics of slavery and the emotional impact and the narratives that um, you know people late in life early in the 20th century who had been slaves were recorded. I mean, this is what's really captured my imagination, uh, my attention, because I need to heal this because I see it everywhere. I see the residues of slavery all over. The worst powerlessness... That people feel can come from that in some life. It can come from experiencing that in some life. It can also come from ancestors where it comes down to us through our ancestors. So this book is important because it doesn't talk about race except as a sort of tool uh, that or a device that all that is uses when looking at genetics and enculturation and, 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 and what kind of family environment is, is going to be chosen for the human to be born into. But it doesn't focus on the distraction of the pain of race. So one of my intentions in offering the, uh, r- of this racial tension and violence and imbalance and, and pain, one of my intentions in offering this book is that you can see that for what it is, and as it is currently unfolding and this festering wound is currently separating. It is. You can also see what the point of the imbalance between haves and have-nots, slavers and slaves, pink and brown, and all the other colors, that you can see the source from all that is, is perspective why is that imbalance necessary for our evolution? Because what I've learned, I think I always suge- uh, suspected this, and then I got it really drilled kind of harshcore into me by Jehudi. You have to look at the thing that hurts if you are ever going to heal it. And healing is not some magical removal process, it is in looking at something. And altering permanently your relationship with that reality, that feeling, that pain, that fear, or that part of you, or that thing in society or in other people that gives you so much trouble. And so this book is, well I'm excited to bring this book to you, uh, but this book is a statement about power over power under dynamics that exist in every culture across time. Every culture along the Earth timeline has these imbalances through which souls, or all that is, and each, and each of us is a portion of this divine consciousness trying to learn to reconnect while embodied with the wisdom of the divine, so that divine consciousness or all that is can learn about all possible power dynamics, power over power under, co-create, co-creating power, building bridges, diplomacy, uh, slavery, you know, master-servant, master-slave, all different power dynamics. So we can process the, the expectation or the notion that external things can bring us power. In all cultures across time, the root of the motivation of slavery is economic gain. Because we are cycling through this assumption that money brings power. So this book starts there and looks at the soul's journey uh, regarding both sides of slavery so that all of us can change our relationship with the reality that People own other people. And in that process, they're exploited. They're used. And to look at the marks, the karmic marks, the knots, blocks, and bruises that are left on both parties, owner and owned. So I hope you check out this book, and I hope you enjoyed the uh, Multidimensionality and Power excerpt. The book is available uh, as a direct purchase paperback through me, uh, as a paperback on Amazon, as a PDF ebook through me, and also as a Kindle version, obviously on Amazon and Kindle. Uh, I put the links to those four things in a blog post uh, that I posted to- today, uh, October 6th, 2016, called Announcing the New Book, Slavery and Soul. You can also just go over to tdjacobs.com and check that out. Thank you for your time and energy and uh, take care of yourself and uh, keep looking at what hurts and developing the courage to heal it, to resolve it, to release it, to alter your relationship with what hurts. Take care.